guys, welcome to an episode of Philly Sports. Today, I'm going to tell you about who my top 10 best players of all time are. So, number one is the going to be the last. I'm going to go from 10 to 1. That would be. So, the number 10. So, the number 10 best player, in my opinion, is Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson was a great scorer, and he passed the ball amazingly well. He could post up defenders, being 6'10 at point guard position, which gave him a real advantage. He could shoot the ball. He could pass. He could do anything above most people's expectations. He was uh, He could drive to the basket amazingly well. He could post up from anywhere and make a shot. He passed. He's the best passer in NBA history. He, No one could stop him in his time. There wasn't a single player he could stop in. His combination of height, skill, and great passing was unstoppable. And you never knew if he was going to fake you out because if he even threw it behind his back, faked a behind-the-back pass, you would fall for it. Because you knew that he could make that pass. And that's why he was unguardable. Because you never knew if he was going to pass the ball off. Or if he was going to drive up and shoot. And that's why he's the number 10 best player of all time. The number 9 best player of all time is Bill Russell. And he is a great player. Who could be in a lot of people's top 5's. But in my opinion he's not. Even though he won 13 ring. He won 11 rings in only 13 years. He's still not in my top five. Wasn't. He was a great player, but he played when there wasn't a lot of competition. And even though he won a lot of rings, it was because there wasn't anyone who could stop him. Plays wins. Sure, there was Wilt, but Scotty. But Bill Russell also had a lot of other players on his team who were really good. So that's why I think that he is the number nine best player of all time. Now, will be Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant was an amazing player for the Lakers. He could shoot the ball from anywhere. He idolized Michael Jordan and surrounded his game and made his game almost identical. Okay, they had the same specialty moves in a fadeaway jumper, and they both could dribble the ball really well and could make fantastic dunks. Kobe Bryant's work mentality was just the same as Michael Jordan. Kobe Bryant, only behind Michael Jordan, is they're close. They could it could go either way, but those two had the best working mentality. They would work. Kobe Bryant went on a 10-mile bike ride before practice, showed up to practice two hours before everyone else, and left, shot around, and then left four hours later than everyone else. He worked unbelievably hard, and that's why he was so good. He never stopped playing, and that's why he was amazing. He could shoot the three. He could shoot from anywhere on the court. He could drive. He wasn't the tallest, so he couldn't post up on a lot of people, but his teammate Shaq um, more than covered for that. So with Shaq especially, Kobe didn't do so well with Shaq personally until they retired. 
but um or traded away. But Kobe was just great. He um had the best working mentality of all time, and that's why he's the number six best player of all time. Oh, one more thing. He was um yeah, Rip Kobe. Next best player in NBA history. Now the fifth best player might be a little controversial because I'm putting Kareem Abdul-Jabbar there. Now, he is obviously the most the best scoring player in history having 38,000 points, but he did it in an era where there wasn't as much competition. There was only Wilt and he was an amazing amazing player. But he was the only one who could stop him. And if he was versing any other team, it's easy points every single time. Okay, the only thing you could do to stop his sky hook was just put your arms up in the air and hope you could and hope he would miss, which is something he did very, very rarely. He developed the sky hook because he, when he was little, he played against kids taller than him, and he that's the only shot he could make. So then when he grew to be seven foot two and was the tallest player on the court, that plus an unstoppable sky hook made him unstoppable on the court. So that was probably what you're thinking. However, there are players better than him and he did it when there wasn't a lot of competition for the sky hook. So that's why he's number five best player in NBA history. Now the number four best player in NBA history is another big man from LA, Shaquille O'Neal. So he was, there have been players taller than Shaq. There have been players heavier than Shaq, but there will never be another Shaq. He was seven foot one, 350 pounds and moved around like a point guard. Okay, he won multiple championships with not only the Lakers, but the Heat, and he was unstoppable in the post. He is the only player who could rival Wilt Chamberlain's most dominant player of all time, unofficial record. Shaq was a dominant force in the post, and that's why, in my opinion, He's the fourth best player in NBA history. The third best player in NBA history is LeBron James. Now, LeBron James is here because well, pretty much anyone who idolized Michael Jordan was pretty good. Okay, Kobe, LeBron, they're all multiple-time All-Stars and NBA champions. Anyway, so LeBron James was is probably a top five best dunker of all time. Okay, probably goes Vince Carter, Michael Jordan, LeBron. Okay, anyway. So he, LeBron James, has gone for a lot of teams, unlike other players like Kobe and Michael Jordan and Shaq and Kareem and pretty much anyone else on this list except for Shaq. LeBron moved around a decent amount. He was in, he got drafted by Cleveland, then went to Miami, formed the super team, 
then went back to Cleveland for another championship, and then now is in the Lakers who just won another championship. And he was always their best player. LeBron was a good defender, and he was an amazing shooter. He could shoot, but that's not really his main spot. LeBron was a driver. That's what he did. That's what he still does. Okay. He drives to the basket, and he shoots. He doesn't pull up for threes a lot unless it's open. He drives. And that's what made him really good because he was an unstoppable driver. Once he got to the free throw line, there was pretty much nothing he could do from getting posterized. And that's why LeBron was so good because you could never stop him. Even if you knew what was going to happen, you couldn't stop it. And that's what made him such a great player. You knew what was going to happen, yet you could never stop it. And if you can't stop it, then that's pretty much the definition of unstoppable. And that's why he's the number three best player in NBA history. Now, the number two best player in NBA history is probably a shock, and most of you is shock, and most of you would put him at one, but it's Michael Jordan. So, you're probably thinking, well, how can you not put Michael Jordan at one? He's won the second most rings behind Bill Russell, okay? He has the most famous move in NBA history. He's an amazing player. Well, see, number one is better than him, in my opinion, and that's why he's two. So, Michael Jordan probably has the most, has the best career in history. He's won multiple MVPs, has six rings, and that's mainly because of his fadeaway jumper. His fadeaway jumper was unstoppable because he has, to this day, the highest vertical in NBA history, which made him, which, which made his fadeaway unguardable. He, all he had to do, even if you're doing a great job guarding him, all he had to do was jump up in the air, was jump up in the air, lean backwards, and when you hit the ground, he would still be going up. All he had to do was shoot, and he rarely, rarely missed that shot, which made it his signature shot. And no one, maybe other than Kobe, which Kobe didn't do it better, but no one will ever do it as good as Michael Jordan. And that's because of his vertical and his skill. He was also an amazing, amazing dunker. He could take off from the foul line like Dr. J, soar, take, put his head above the rim, and only when he wanted to come down from defying gravity, he would put the ball in the rim. And it was insane because no one could ever and probably will ever jump that high in NBA. Okay, there are people who do nothing but train for that and can jump higher, but that's their literal job, so... But Michael Jordan was had huge, huge hands where he could palm the ball so easily. Michael Jordan was the perfect NBA player. Okay, he had huge hands to where he had amazing shooting touch and could palm the ball easily and swing it around in the air to fake defenders out. He could also 
jump out of the gym and probably land on the moon. Okay. He could dunk amazingly and he could pull up from anywhere on the floor. He could make threes and he was a human highlight reel. And that's why he's the number two best player in NBA history. Now you're probably thinking, well, who could be better than Michael Jordan? And that's Wilt Chamberlain. See, I think this because, sure, he didn't have a lot of competition, but he had Kareem and Bill Russell to play against. And if you heard all the stories about Wilt Chamberlain's freakish strength and the fact that he didn't dunk the ball, like, all the time because then he said it would be too easy, then you would change your mind. Also, the main point in this argument is when the top 100 players of the decade came to one thing, it was Wilt Chamberlain and Michael Jordan talking, and they were arguing, and it could have gone either way from that point, but that's when Wilt said, they changed the rules so I couldn't dominate. They changed the rules so that you could. He said that to Michael Jordan, and that was true. Wilt Chamberlain was a freakishly athletic person. Okay, he was faster than NFL running backs. I know this because at a party, he raced most likely the best running back of all time, Jim Brown, and beat him twice. Okay, and some people say that he had a higher vertical than Michael Jordan. Okay, this is just a myth, but I don't think it's wrong because he could grab a quarter off the top of the backboard. He was seven foot one with his arm up in the air. He was probably nine feet tall. That's like, that's a three and a half foot vertical leap, at least. And he could do it routinely. Also, when his college coach said that they should play on 12 foot rooms, Will could routinely dunk on them. When most of the other players could barely get to the net. And that really separates him. Also, in the NBA, they made the paint longer so that he couldn't stay down there for longer. They also made it illegal. What was such a freakish athlete that his teammates could throw the ball over the backboard and Wilt would be able to grab it and dunk it in without ever getting contested. Also, they had to change the rule for another thing because he would never miss a free throw until they changed this rule and then he shot free throws Worse than Shaq, which is very difficult. Anyway, he um would throw it off the backboard, take two, he would take back up two steps, throw it off the backboard, jump, and dunk it before ever hitting the ground. And that's also why I think he had a huge vertical, because he could jump from the foul line. He would throw it up, jump from the foul line, and dunk it before he, the rule was changed. And that... He did it in college, and that was just amazing. And he also has the most points in an NBA game at 100. He has stat lines that are uncomparable with, like, 55 rebounds and multiple blocks. He was the best blocker of all time and the only person to block Kareem twice. He was the only person to block him once, but then he did it again. And he played up against some of the players on this list. He played up against Kareem. He played up against Magic. 
Um, I don't know actually if he played up against Magic. I know he played against Kareem. He played against Bill Russell. Um, and he played against other greats like Bill Lambeer. He played against, um, I think the big O, Oscar Robertson. And he was better than them all. That's why I think that he is the best player in NBA history. See you next time on Philly Sports.